You're listening to the RNR podcast with your host Richa and Rina. Hello, hello. So Rina, what are we talking about today? Um, so I know we've already done like part one, part two, but we're basically doing a BTS part three because they came out with their anthology album, Proof. Yes, it just came out. Uh, it's been a little over a week. Uh, but yeah, we just want to talk about it because it just came out. It's a really exciting time because um, it's actually around, well, technically at this point, we've passed their anniversary date, but, but but the album came out on June 10th and their anniversary of their nine years of existence was the 13th of June. Mm-hmm. And so in a way, this album is a celebration of the group, about their existence, about what they've been through. And um, that was really also the premise of its uh, release as well for mm-hmm. them to organize their catalog because they have hundreds of songs mm-hmm. yeah um before this album came out before we knew what the track list was I think it was really interesting how like there's a lot of different combinations that people came up with with what songs they could put on it uh I know some people predicted there's going to be over 100 songs on it there's not over 100 songs on it there are three cds though and each cd yes. encompasses their title tracks and then some of the songs that they personally really they really like and some of their solo stuff and then the third one is their demos and some unreleased songs as well yeah so it's really exciting um it's when we've recorded it when we record this episode it's been over a week since it's been released it is saturday yes um (laughs) and you know even though it's been like a couple like a week or two since it's been released like, I keep thinking about the fact that, like, you know, it's really exciting because um, it's been nine years, you know, since they've been around. Um, they are constantly, like, always doing something. They're, like, they have hundreds of songs, not to mention on their SoundCloud. Um, they have songs on there as well. Mm-hmm. And so they're always working on music. And an anthology album, if for those who don't know, it's... It's technically your greatest hits. Yeah, it's known as your greatest hits. Um, I know the Beatles have an anthology album, um, ACDC. I know Michael Jackson has an anthology album. It's not just a compilation of your greatest hits, but it's also supposed to be unreleased stuff, demos, like what's like in proof. Like I mentioned, like track three is just all that stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's exciting. Um, so we kind of wanted to talk about some of the newer... Uh, there's about three... Uh, new songs on the anthology album and then there's one that was previously on SoundCloud and then they brought it into official streaming sites so that's exciting Uh, the first song the one that was transferred from SoundCloud to streaming sites is called Born Singer and I think Richa can explain a little bit more about that song so the origin of Born Singer actually does not come from BTS it Born Singer is actually an album by J. Cole and he has a song on the album called Born Singer it was his trial track Born Sinner. Yeah, that's right. The album was Born Sinner. The title track was Born Sinner. And the song itself was um, is about how he's been in the game of music for a while. He's not pure. He He's done some things he's not proud of, this and that. Um, but nine years ago when BTS had their one of their very first concerts in 2013, they ended it with their own remake of Born Sinner, which they called Born Singer, um, which the premise of it is basically, you know, even though they haven't been around for so long, they still 
they still believe that they're born to sing. And even if it, this is all that they will have, it's enough for them, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of sad because like, you know, um, they didn't know they would make it further than like that mm-hmm. moment, you know, they didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. At the time that they recorded the song, it was actually like, I guess like not even a month since they like became a group since they debuted. So I think it's really, really significant. The fact that they actually started this whole anthology album with born singer uh, you know, almost to say that, hey, like we lasted more than 20 nights being an artist. We've act- we've been here for nine years. And like, you know, it it um it does showcase some of their doubts, but you know, that they are born to be singers and they are born to be staged on stage and perform. Yeah. So um obviously when they release the fact that it was gonna be an anthology album, it was gonna be named proof. We didn't know what was gonna be on it, but um it, I mean, based on the fact that when they released the first CD, we saw Born Singer, you have to uh, probably acknowledge the fact that they gave permission for them to put on their album. It has all the credits, mm-hmm. the original um, writers, the original credits. Um, the person who ended up remastering it is also a sound engineer for the group for BTS, who Ken, I think his name is Ken, I don't know his last name, but he was an original producer of Born Sinner. Mm. And so he had fun reworking on born singer for bts mm-hmm. it does sound slightly different but you know it very much is still the same song that we knew before yeah so this song has a lot of meaning um i remember listening to it a really long time ago both of us did uh so it's very nice seeing it on this album yeah i never actually i mean i feel like i did say i was like ah oh, it's gonna be on the album like but you know, when I said that, there is no official way of knowing if it was going to be on the album. But it's really, it's really nice to see it on here. Yeah. So, I think the fact that it's the first song says a lot about the fact that you know it's it represents like the start of their journey mm-hmm. as um, artists. Even though, like, even nine years later, they don't know what's going to happen, but they know that even if this is all they have, they are meant to be singers, and and they've changed the game for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, they so, have. So it's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was a really good choice. Um, but yeah, it was really nice to see. And then their next new song on the album was called Yet to Come. Okay, so they have, okay, so this is still in the first CD, right? Because they have Born Singer, then they have all of their mm-hmm. title tracks. Yeah. yeah, it's at the very end of the first CD. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, we'll discuss the positions of the other two songs. But yeah, uh, yet to come, the most beautiful moment of life is the full name of the song. Oh, and it is essentially the title track. Yeah, so um, they released a music video for this on the 10th when the album was obviously dropped. And, um, you know, I think what was really funny, I was looking online. I remember seeing a bunch of uh, tweets about people like other armies like us saying like, you know, if you weren't a fan, if you didn't follow up with what they were doing, if you weren't an army, straight up, you would be extremely confused if you mm-hmm. saw this music video. Yeah, because first of all, let's just talk about the setting. That music video setting was at a desert. And BTS, um, I feel like we mentioned this in one of our other BTS episodes, but they one of the motifs that they use a lot in their music is deserts. Like, because to them, desert means no hope, despair. Uh, and they even have a song called Sea where they mention, they frequently mention the fact that the desert is despair and mm-hmm. that they they are constantly like crossing through the desert. And 
are they reaching the sea or is that like a mirage you know I love how it's like the entire song and also that reference is very I mean I think this is a little off topic but it's based on like um that book um Kafka on the shore oh really it's it's very much like um one of the prominent lines in C is um wherever there's hope there's a trial that's mm -hmm. from the book oh I didn't really yeah. know that yeah okay I, I need to read it too but yeah that's, that's something that's frequently mentioned um I think that's that's a very iconic quote um and that is something that is very apparent a very it's very thematic in C, in the song C and um I think that's something they also think about because like they have a lot of like mm -hmm. good stuff right now good fortunes but it came with a lot of trials and hardship and um yet to come I think we're going we're getting into this but like it was filmed in a desert I think it was filmed specifically near Las Vegas I thought you said Santa Barbara okay am the, I wrong okay um so in the music video they credited Santa Barbara like film like a film studio in Santa Barbara so I want to say it's there but like there's deserts in Las Vegas that's and, true in Nevada because Nevada is like very empty you know mm -hmm. yeah uh not only the setting is significant for bts as well as armies but also there is very random stuff that i think both of us were not expecting there was a bus first of all there was a train cart oh yeah <laughs> those two things were referencing different music videos we have a statue in there uh what else there was a flower there was a piano there's like shoes mm -hmm. there um, was a an abandoned like uh ferris wheel oh, there or was. was it a ferris wheel i forgot but um it has it had the words you never walk alone with yeah that's faded and rust that's yeah. been oxidized and then um what else i feel like there's more that i'm missing there's but definitely more yeah. but like uh, like i think what's also really interesting is that there are certain shots very specific shots that also reference different music videos um which i think is very cool because if you're an army you will definitely recognize them mm -hmm. it was hard not to like keep pointing out and being like oh my god that's from this video or like that's from this and like oh my god they're referencing this it was it was very like entertaining to see and also like witness almost like the growth of bts because obviously they're a lot younger when they did all these music videos and stuff and this is obviously the latest one they are much older now they they are more successful and it's it was just like really it was just really heartwarming to see because they are almost looking back and being like, like the title suggests, there is more yet to come. I I think what's also really interesting is that the title is definitely a reference to a lot of their past stuff and also a statement for their future. And there's a bunch of lyrics in the song that is just all like all about references and about like a lot of things they continuously mention, but overall about a statement about their future you mm -hmm. know like everything is yet to come like the most beautiful moment is coming up like mm -hmm. you know this yeah. is it like so the I think we need to explain a little bit more about the most beautiful moment because that portion of the title it's in parentheses the most beautiful moment and it's actually a reference to uh how do you call it like a series that BTS had it was around 2015 14 15 mm -hmm. 16 and the series was called the most beautiful moment in life and basically it's about youth 
it's about like growing up growing up about the good side of youth the bad side of it and just like essentially like growing up and just becoming this person I the title of the most beautiful moment of life is basically referencing that the youth your youth is basically the most beautiful moment of life and obviously the fact that they have looked back and said well the most beautiful moment of life is actually yet to come our youth was amazing this was actually pretty good this was like you know a good time but you know it, what it's what is in the future that is the most beautiful moment I think what's also really interesting is that they have referenced the fact that like you know youth is very arbitrary like mm-hmm. I know officially like I've looked this up like the UNICEF UN they say that youth is between the ages of like what 11 and 30 something mm-hmm. right like very young to like like young adult right but there's a there's certain musics in their discography where they have talked about how like you know youth isn't exactly about age like it's about a mindset it's about like a phase in your life it's about an era like it's about maybe reaching a certain threshold where you know things become to begin to change right Mm -hmm. and so for a lot of the members in interviews they say that like well a couple of them but they have mentioned over the years that like you know this is my most beautiful moment in life or like you know the most beautiful moment in life might have happened in 2014 or something but it will continue on mm-hmm. yeah I really I you know I, it's it's very like it's very nice seeing that come all together and the fact that like you know this is not the end we are not even in the beginning you know we are actually in the middle of what is to be the most beautiful moment of life and that we will continue to live in that most beautiful moment of life because we are taking each step to live that life and it's also I guess another thing to say that BTS have not peaked so that's almost like a thing that they're saying because there's more to come they're obviously going to do a lot more in the future this is they're nine years into the career they have the rest of their lives to like do make music and be together and like do what they want and you know I think that's very it, it also showcases their ambitious their ambition and goals in life as well yeah and I do want to say that like peak like peak itself like there's no definition of what it means to peak right um I know people make jokes about like peaking in like high school and that's <laughs> yeah. not what we're talking about we're talking about the fact that like there's so much more that they you can learn that you can do that you can achieve and um and as they continue to go down their music career they will I mean it'll be exciting to see what they do you know it's always exciting um, to see what they do mm-hmm. they yeah. do the unexpected that's just what they have always done that's the definition of bts they do not do what you expect them to do mm-hmm. they do the unexpected um and that's what happened with this anthology album i don't think anyone was expecting them to do something i mean people predicted that that they'd come back with something but to come out back with like the greatest hits nine years into their career I think that's pretty incredible and I can't wait to see if like nine years from now they'll come out with like another greatest hits album that'd be that'd be pretty amazing honestly and that'd be pretty cool also like when they first said that oh we're gonna release an anthology album I was like oh I don't know what that is but once I looked into it I was like wow this is so them not just anybody can do that no no like you you have to be like successful in order to do that you know like and they've definitely they are definitely successful uh, they're I, the one one of the greatest artists ever so. yeah mm-hmm. so um so I don't have the lyrics up but there is a different 
in track two or uh, CD two first track, they have a new song um, in the proof album called Run BTS. Um, and I do want to discuss that. I don't have the lyrics up though. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. But um, the actual song name is Run BTS by BTS. But I don't want to confuse you because they also have a variety. They have a show called Run BTS. But they also have a song called Run by BTS. It's a bit confusing, but I hope you aren't that confused. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> it's just Run BTS to me, you know? Yeah. Anyway, um, this song is very much old school hip hop rap. It it's it's almost like a rap hip hop rock fusion. Mm-hmm. It's very good. They have a guitar, they have a guitar riff in the middle. They got, you know, obviously the rapping because there's three rappers in the group. Um it's very um yeah it's got all the elements of a classic rock song. There's like some screaming in the background at some point. Um, <laughs> it's a very hype song. I do really like the song it is very much up my alley um I think it's so interesting though in the album how it goes from track one to track two at the end of track one you have yet to come the most beautiful moment of life and then the first song on track two or is cd2 cd2 is basically run bts and it's such a difference but it's a good difference because it basically shows you like yeah the things that bts can do the change is amazing it and is. also also just to say run run bts the song it's I, I view it as almost a diss track, kind of. I don't, it felt like they were bragging about themselves. Oh yeah, that's true. Because uh, in certain points in the song, each of the, like some of the members like compliment themselves. They say, oh, we're amazing. We're a good team. Oh, each of the members, like I know one of the rappers, J-Hope, he literally thanks each of the members and himself about, oh yeah, let's go, let's go. Like get ready, let's go. Yeah. So I thought that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just nice hearing that like you can tell they had fun in the studio mm-hmm. yeah that's always nice um it's just a good song I don't I don't really have much else yeah. to say I I like listening to it while running yeah um, I'd like to try weightlifting to it um, I haven't actually tried it I run to it quite a bit but mm-hmm. like so I'd like to weightlift to it because it's such a hype song mm-hmm. also okay. um during the course of the song they say run bts run bulletproof run bulletproof run yeah Wait, yeah, you, you gotta say, run, run bulletproof, run. Yeah, you gotta run. Yeah, okay. Well, they say run bulletproof, basically, and basically, you know, bulletproof is obviously like a reference to their original like name, which is bulletproof Boy Scouts, and that's like what they call themselves sometimes. Yeah, and then, but then the last um, chorus of the entire song, they say "run beautiful," which a lot of people obviously have interpreted it to army because the me if you take the character me in korean and then you change it to a chinese character it's translated as beautiful mm-hmm. so run beautiful run yeah you gotta run um so i think that's such a cool like that's such a cool difference mm-hmm. it's it's so it sounds so simple but like the simplistic nature of it really mm-hmm. impactful in my opinion also this song really really showcases the different textures in all the members voices oh yeah like you have they they just sound amazing and I feel like they they definitely like there there is a part where like three of the vocal line like sing but it's in different parts of the song it's like the same line but each each obviously like the beginning of a song sounds different the middle of the song sounds slightly different and then you have the end which you get the hype like the guitar is like there you get it's a little more hype and the fact that they picked the part that was best suited for the vocals is actually pretty amazing because like 
I just think it's it's really great that a group they have such a diverse like sounds and textures that they could do something like this where they could pick parts that are best suited for themselves yeah um you know you you and I have watched quite a bit of interviews of the members like talking about the music the creation process and they've talked about how like you know they go through the songs and pick which parts like suit them the best and then they go through it they like practice they like they do their best in order to um perform it like well you know and and I just like I you mentioned it pretty you you said it best I think but like each time you go through this like you go through the pre-chorus the chorus it sounds different with each of the members who does it because they have different textures different enunciations different like there's different quips to their voices that are distinctly them and really emphasizes certain parts and it just kind of um really makes a song very bts mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the best parts about the music because it's so them like it's no one else's but mm -hmm. theirs i yeah and like you mentioned about the, that portion of j-hope's rap where he he thanks each of the members and himself for working hard and i think like you know to to put your like something very personal to yourself into a song like name specifically uh I, I don't know that that makes it so like uniquely yours because they actually did the same thing with butter you know they mentioned army specifically they're the like, army right behind us when we say so exactly and like you how can you you can't even cover that song without changing that portion of it and even if you change that portion of the song it changes the song entirely you know and like that's what I love about their music because it's it's so them and even just like even if you have cover it you have to do it like in a way that suits yourself because you cannot do it their way like don't even try i think that's very funny because okay i'm gonna go off topic but like i over the years i have seen so many covers of their music whether dance vocals like rapping like anything i've seen some of them i don't see all of them but there have been some really great covers of their music that like that specific people groups or whatever have made it fit them but um I haven't really seen any recent ones with their recent albums because a lot of it to me seems so personal. Like there's no way you could possibly cover it. Like I obviously did not see any vocal covers of Butter. Um, and I don't believe I'll be able to see one with one BTS because mm -hmm. at least that portion of the song. Yeah. It just goes to show you that like their music is really theirs. Mm -hmm. Like you can't take that away from them yeah yeah top tier discography yeah exactly um but anyway I've, I've joked about this with you about like people trying to cover their songs or like copying certain elements of their songs because you know I'm just gonna say it but once Bangtan do something once BTS do something usually they are the ones who trendset they're the ones who they're are, trendsetters they're trendsetters and usually after that a lot of people try to copy what mm -hmm. they do after Dynamite came out a lot of people tried that retro kind of sound and like vibe with their music and like obviously I'm sure some of it worked um maybe but I don't think a lot of it did because obviously what you're doing is you're trying to basically copy BTS and not do like and not really put yourself into it yeah I don't know if you read this article like I have but one of the creators of Dynamite he said that like I think his first name is David I don't know his last name but he said that after he did that song with them there are are many people who came up to him not came up to him but emailed him or tried to talk to him and say like oh I want something like that I want something like BTS. they specifically said 
Dynamite by BTS. They like, were they even said, like trying. Yeah, they said something like Dynamite by BTS. And like David, I mean, he explained it very well, but like something like that, like that song, it came out of the group and it's something you can't create again. Like that sound, that feeling, that music, it can't happen again. Like you can't just create the same thing twice and expect it to work. Mm-hmm. Not that it will, because he won't. But like the point is that that's just what happens when mm-hmm. BTS do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if other people try to do an anthology album after this, but it's yeah. not going to work for everyone. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. people have different discographies. First of all, you have to have music. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's number one. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't do one. Yeah. But um, something else I remember the members saying is that like, you know, three CDs was like maybe the minimum they could have done. Like as in, like they were listening through their own music and they were like, I want to add this, I want to add this. Oh, our demos are like unreleased songs. I want to add this and this. Like like three CDs is pretty small for them because mm-hmm. they have such a huge discography. They wanted to add so much, but they couldn't mm-hmm. obviously. Actually, have you counted how many songs are on there? I think it was around like 30, 40. Okay, let's see. It's like 18, 17, like 15, right? I really don't think I got that right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's around 70 ish 70 for this one are you talking about like this i maybe i should stop talking (laughs) but it's a lot it's a lot of music maybe i should stop talking okay it's a lot of music i've seen over 300 their songs on spotify alone so like i know they have a lot of music yeah Mm -hmm. unbelievable i know um but anyway that's we should probably talk about the last song the last song is for youth i don't have lyrics after that yeah um this song is the very very last song on the entire anthology album uh it's at the end of cd3 and they if i remember correctly they described it as like a song thanking just for people who've supported supported them mm-hmm. over the years whether staff members from the company um you know friends family army um you know each other too mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah, and in the beginning of the song, they actually sampled this uh, one of their concerts, like the audience. Like, so they performed at Wem- Wembley Stadium in London yes. in 2019, sold out. They were there for a couple of days. I think this was like the second day or the last day. And basically what happened was that armies surprised them uh, by singing a song that they called, called Epilogue uh, Young Forever. And that song was basically saying that we want to be young forever so we can listen to the crowds listen to um just perform and just we just want to be young be so, with you yeah right yeah um so and they sampled that part where armies were talking or like singing what am i saying yeah but i was i was gonna say that like you know epilogue young forever it's sampled throughout the entire song like you can hear it in the background playing as this song continues on and basically the song is very low like mm-hmm. it's very mellow mm-hmm. it's um it's not acoustic it's uh, it's just it's definitely a slower ballad song mm-hmm. yeah it's a ballad for sure yeah uh, I I described it when I was listening through a couple times I described it as it being like it sounded almost like a wedding song like a oh. first dance kind of song oh, that's true. Um, where you know it's slow and then there's like a key change like towards the end of it and it's it's really good I in particular I've really enjoyed it I don't know it just like it gets really tense towards the end um you know the tensions are high like you know I'm gonna be with you for the rest of my life like kind of feel 
you're my best friend yeah they basically um, said that you're my best friend for the rest of my life and it's a very it's a very like emotionally intense song and it shows their feelings for all those people who supported them yeah so it's very um it's very sweet mm-hmm. and like and it's in cd3 and it's the very last song uh, and the thing is that you can only buy cd3 like you can stream cd1 cd2 but only those who buy the physical album can listen to cd3 and that's where for youth is so for youth is on spotify and streaming sites oh um but the demos aren't the demos the those early songs yeah i was mistaken them but like yeah you know it is technically a song for their supporters so Mm -hmm. i just think it's um that's why it's in the last cd yeah it's very sentimental for sure Mm -hmm. uh in the in can i just mention another thing i like about the song the harmonies are insane like I am not joking. The harmonies are so good in this song. Uh, it's just, I don't know what else to say. It, this song reminds me a lot of their uh, another song that they have called 134340. Wait, one, really? Three. Yeah, because the song that song actually has a lot of harmonies in the background. Oh, that's true. So like, obviously, like this song reminds me of that song in only in that way, not like message or anything. But it was very nice to hear their harmonies. Um, rap line did amazing as well yeah what can i say this is a great song yeah it's really good mm-hmm. um i think thank it, you for supporting me essentially yeah. yeah i think for you definitely like rap like it really ties the whole album together because it starts off with born singer and it technically ends with for youth and those two songs are very much in the same like they're very much very they're very similar songs mm-hmm. they're if we were to talk about peas in a pod they're in the same pod together. <laughs> okay. Um, that's very confusing, but keep up. Um, so because Born Singer, it's about like they're in their concert when they first performed this, they were, um, they faced each other and then they faced the crowd and they're circling, like they were in a moving circle mm-hmm. thing. And Born Singer is their promise technically to their fans' armies about how you know like we don't know what's going to happen but this is enough like we want to be performers we are born singers you know and then this whole proof album ends on for you thinking maybe almost a reflection on born singer about the fact that you know thank you for your support over these nine years thank you for being with us since that point since or mm-hmm. not even since that point but everyone along the way who have come into this community and have supported mm-hmm. us you know what one thing that you just mentioned that i really made sense to me is the fact that like you started with born singer and then you go through their entire like a lot of their discographies from their title tracks to their to their solo songs that they really liked plus a subunit song they really liked and then to their demos unreleased songs and then you end with for youth it's like we're almost traveling through time with them going through all these significant moments in their life and then for for it to start out nine years ago with born singer and then to end like to the end of the anthology album to now where we can look forward to the future and what is yet to come. I think it's a very beautiful message and the way they have, you know, I think you and I talked about this before, but this song is very, or this whole album, their songs, everything, their discography, it is like a time capsule for them. And you can, it's just so like apparent in this album itself because it's like their past thems are in Born Singer, and then yet to come is their present now. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I think it's all very beautiful. The way they have crafted this whole story within this one album that has transcended years, years beyond like what we can see like now in 2022. Yeah, and I also want to mention that like this album, they've said this um, as well. Like they've written it in their messages at the end of their album, but or in the album, if you buy the album, but they said this album is for armies. Like it's only really for armies. And they in their minds, like when they're creating it, they're thinking about armies and about armies that they've gained since their debut, who've wanted to be there since the very beginning. And this is their way of doing that, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's their way of also organizing their whole catalog so that if anyone wants to revisit their stuff, if anyone wants to get into their music, they can just listen to this album. Um, It is longer than like... um, a compilation album but it certainly does cover a lot of their past so you can definitely gather their sounds the changes they had in their sounds within this album mm-hmm. um and it is for armies it's for their fans who mm-hmm. are armies yeah um, so that's um that was very exciting that's mm-hmm. very good it's very nice yeah one of the things i really liked about that was the fact that like you know they've gained a lot of new fans recently mm-hmm. uh with like the release of like uh, Map of the Soul 7 2020 and then we had Dynamite and then we had Bee, Butter, Peach. Permission to Dance, My Universe and all these other songs that they've come out as well and you know we've had and the thing is is that they gain fans very randomly through very random things which I, I don't want to mention right now because they one of the weirder ones is the fact that they had the deal with McDonald's and you know people are like what is this like who is this fan BTS and then they look through their songs which that's one of the more interesting parts but that's besides the point anyway uh they've gained a lot of new fans recently and so I I love the fact that like they've done this because it really does familiar familiarize fans and, like, you know these are these are very concrete songs within their discography and and within their like concert like set list as well you know they 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 don't really use some of their older songs as much because they they have a lot of like a lot of songs so you obviously have to like prioritize your newer songs um but yeah I do love the fact that they did this because a lot of fans a lot of newer fans I was I was seeing comments of them saying you know I might not have been there in the beginning but I'm here now so I will support them for as long as that for as long as I can and I I just think that's very heartwarming and it's just a really great way to start discussions and like understand where they came from and then also look for to the future as well yeah and I think for older fans too this is such a great like dive back back into um their music because like just to know what they're releasing now mm-hmm. what their music is now the sounds they want to they want to create mm-hmm. and then looking back at like 2013 it's like kind of it's nice mm-hmm. it's just a nice yeah. um you know when you're like looking at photo albums yeah. and you're looking at what you were when you were younger like that's nice too because you're reflecting you're like oh my god I was so young I've done this recently which is why I'm saying it mm-hmm. but this is very similar to how music is too mm-hmm. because like oh I was only 15 when I first listened to them oh what was I like back then what kind of music were they like creating back then and then going through the years mm-hmm. listening to proof is mm-hmm. quite exciting yeah I know for you and I um you know, this was a term I've learned recently back in like 2018, but someone called us veteran armies. So that was very interesting. But like for us, some like for us older fans, I think it was really nice like seeing that 
I I'm I'm kind of like still shocked that they have Born Singer on there because I actually wasn't expecting it and for it to be on streaming platforms after all these years it's kind of unbelievable because for the longest time like we were like oh obviously like copyright was going to get them if they posted it no doubt about it if they hadn't gotten like permission to do it then it wouldn't have been online yeah um so it was it was it's kind of incredible to see it um so it's getting used to it I was like oh my god born singer that's just something I want to like put out there because that was the thing that shocked me the most and also the most beautiful moment of life. That reference back to that series is, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, that's the album. Um, not sure what they're gonna do next, really. Um, I'm just excited. Yeah. Like, um, they said in yet to come that you know the most beautiful moment in life is coming next. Like it's yet to come. Mm-hmm. The best. Um, yes, the best is yet to come. So um, no matter what happens, I'm just excited. Like mm-hmm. I know they have a lot planned. I know that. Um they you know like in side quests they're completing their side quests in, in order to go into the main quest and it's always exciting to see that upgrade in armor and like you know <laughs> powers yeah yeah this is not i'm using game analogy but you get it yeah yeah it's very nice um so yeah we'll see what comes next um so obviously if they come out with something new we'll probably talk about it i do enjoy this because they hadn't come out with anything for a long time. So, yeah. But, you know, something interesting is that you and I do revisit a bunch of their music all the time. Yeah. So, you know, maybe next time we talk about them, it'll be like another album they've done because mm. they got some great albums. They do. They do. A lot of great songs, great albums, great everything. Top tier discography, top tier artists. Yes, exactly. They're my number one. <laughs> They're my priority. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.